This show is a proud member of the Bobo Broadcasting Network. Check out our other great shows at BoboBroadcasting.com. Good evening, all. This is Skip in charge tonight. Tension deficit order, uh, season seven, episode 13. We've got Yoa in studio along with me. And Chris and M are up in sunny Lake Tahoe right now, joining us via Skype. Hello. What's going on up there? Um, nothing much. Uh, smoking weed. Same here. As you should. Yeah, we, uh, we started off the night with what is this? Platinum? No, golden pineapple. What are you smoking? Platinum Jack? Yes. Awesome. Always a good one. We have some of that down here, too. So, okay, did you get a chance to look at any of the Gamescom footage? Uh, the only footage we were able to pack in while having to re-fucking download Skype was... Um, uh, Quantum Break. Thank you. Yeah, we watched the gameplay footage of Quantum Break. Uh, it was about six, seven minutes of action. It looked a lot like a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's got a reality distortion field that just you, know, you can have a lot of fun with that. It seems like. You know what I liked was the you could pop a little bubble around a bad guy and it would freeze time for him, and you could unload bullets on his ass, and then unfreeze time, and all of a sudden he's hit by half a dozen, a dozen bullets all at once. Okay, that's what that was. Yeah. I didn't know what that was, man. What the fuck? So he can, so he can manipulate time with his little bubbles, and his little, and he can rewind time, slow it down, and pause it, right? I didn't see rewinding, but I saw, I certainly saw pausing. Yeah, for and, an indefinite amount of time, it looks like. Yeah, I mean, he was running all the way across the map to uh, flank guys and pulling off all kinds of fancy maneuvers. And it seemed like at one point he had super strength, but I can't decide. Like when he chucked the car right at the end. He probably used his field for that somehow. Yeah, um, yeah, maybe he reversed time on the car that flipped, and he reversed the flip back onto the guy. Right? The car that would make sense, yeah, if it's a whole time thing, totally. Yeah. And then he just rewinds that car to go back onto the guy. Yeah, because it seems like he can manipulate time <laughs> in general, or just time around certain objects. Like, make That's some cool. objects move quicker than others. Yeah, because he held, like, the X button on that one car. Ah. Right. And then it flipped over. Yeah, and smashed into that guy, that huge, uh, what was he? Well, it seems like they're immune Mech. to the whole quantum effect or whatever. Right, like he's got a suit that does the same thing? Yeah. Somehow? Oh, oh, the, oh the, um, the military outfit that's after him that can sit inside of those weird time rifts? Right, yeah, where you were, it looked like they were countering your time moves. Yeah, yeah. they just weren't affected. It looks cool, man. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, um, so that's coming out next year. Yeah, 2015. So I did find a good rundown of what's coming up. Okay, run it down. All right. So Quantum Break is 2015. I believe that's an Xbox One exclusive, right? Yes. Yes, very much so. Yeah. And then Below, um, which is 
it looks like a top-down uh, RPG, you know, kind of like old Final Fantasy, or maybe Zelda. Really below, okay. Yeah, it's made, isometric or whatever they used to call it. Bird's eye view, I don't yeah. know, whatever. Um, so it is um, by the guy who created the indie smash Swords and Sorcery, which was wow. like an iOS game that came out like four years ago. Um, so that's coming 2015, a game, I don't know what it's about, Space Engineers. Space Engineers? I, didn't, I don't think <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, well, this is a Game Informer summary, so they're probably highlighting stuff. It looks kind of like Minecraft in space, like you're building space stations and harvesting asteroids and shit like that. Oh. Oh, weird. Yeah, so, but it, it may be third person, I can't tell from the screenshots I'm looking at here. And I don't have time to watch the video. But yeah, it looks a lot like Minecraft in space. Yeah, that's trippy. That could be a lot of fun. I could get into that if you can space build space little craft. vehicles and fucking space stations and, you yeah, know. That would be fun. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Spacecraft. Yeah, spacecraft would be an awesome idea. Pun intended. Pun intended. <laughs> oh, we knew. <laughs> um, goat Simulator. Everyone likes Goat Simulator, apparently. That's coming to Xbox One. That's on everything, though. Um, this uh, this is the first time I've heard of it being on a console. Is that it's only PC console? and like Steam? Is that yeah, what it sounds iOS, like? IOS, I think. Yeah, maybe iOS too. I don't know. And then, uh, yeah. So then, there's another game called Smite, <laughs> which is um, oh, it's a fucking MOBA. Uh, like League of Legends, but this one is a third-person action game version of that. Oh. That might be kind of fun. I could get into that. How many players is it? It doesn't say. I mean, well, I don't have time to read through it all. There's quite a bit written on each one. Oh, fuck it. Yeah. What do you think? Um, so Sony is freaking out now about the um, Tomb Raider being exclusive now? Yeah, I saw that. So Microsoft gets an exclusive Tomb Raider game. Yeah. So people are flipping out about that, saying that they're biased. They're like they're on Reddit trying to get petitions signed for this thing to come with the PlayStation 4. Oh, jeez. It's really weird, man, the way these people react. It's always with the petitions. Yeah, it's always it's like um, yeah, it's almost like uh, if they don't get their way, they're just like gonna kick and scream. I didn't see that happening with any exclusive PS4 games not going to Xbox. I didn't see any of that shit coming down. Sorry. Yeah, with them not being able to do that. Hello. Yeah, no, we're here. We were just listening. No. (laughs) You want us to talk all over you? It's really easy when I can do that. Yeah, I know it's strange on Skype. I can't like. I have to wait for you to stop talking, then I have to start talking. Yeah, there's no visual cues. Right. Otherwise, you can't hear me. But I yeah, to... I didn't notice. You're right. It's a good point. I mean, there's a bunch of exclusive PS4 games. I didn't hear any griping about that. No, because they have their game. It's like the kid who wants his cake and eat it, too. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, no, to be fair, I've griped. I want No Man's Sky on Xbox One, hmm. and that's a PS4 exclusive. Well, and I want the next Dark Souls game on the Xbox, but what are you going to do? Yeah, that, that buy an like, Xbox One. That's uh, what's it called? No, Dark Souls is exclusive for Sony. The next one. No, it's called um the the the, the new Dark Souls is Bloodborne. That's already been shown. That's coming out in like November. Cool. But is they, it exclusive like, for the PS4? Oh yeah. Ha! I think I know somebody that's gonna buy a PS4. Then that's funny. Because it's a Japanese exclusive. You know? I'm just not into JRPGs that much. Just the straight RPGs. 
Not uh, even those so much. No. <clears throat> the Japanese RPGs, the stories are real convoluted and crazy as shit. Yeah, they Dark Souls no is sense. cool, but I'll agree. The Final Fantasy, I played the last Final Fantasy game, 13 or whatever, a long time ago. Uh, it's just it's a fun game, but it makes no sense. I just gave up on the story a quarter of the way through. Same thing with Final Fantasy VIII for me, and that was the last one I played. Yeah, might as well. <laughs> I'd play Final Fantasy I again, though. Yeah. That would be Or fun. two. Mm, yeah, the two, Super Nintendo one. three, maybe. Yeah. They yeah. were all fun. But aren't those coming out on um, iOS pretty soon? Like Final Fantasies, like one and two and... Oh, probably that would make sense. Yeah, Square's putting a bunch of stuff up on there. <coughs> yeah, and um, what's all the other stuff that um, PlayStation had coming out? Not PlayStation, but Xbox. Well, we have um, what's the other stuff? So one of the things that I saw that was rather notable, although it came out before GamesCon, was uh, this uh, Microsoft TV, basically. You know, like a like a Amazon Fire or a Chrome TV. It's yeah, a, it's funny. yeah, it's funny when you when you mention anything with Xbox or TV, they give you shit. Yeah. Like you mention PlayStation TV, and no one says anything. Yeah, well, whatever. That and the but fact like, that oh, we just sold ten million consoles as PlayStation owners, and now we want Tomb Raider. We deserve it. Hmm. You know, <laughs> that's what they're touting: ten million consoles sold. Well, you know what though? It's Microsoft who's getting the coup there. They got the big game. I mean, the sequel to the best Tomb Raider so far in the series. And that's going all the way back to the beginning. Yeah, and if you look, it's so funny. I'll read the Twitter feeds of all the people complaining. <laughs> and they're going, read, you know, read the quotes. It's holiday 2015. Come on, guys. It's coming to PS4. <laughs> okay. It's horrible. It's, it's insane the way people are doing that shit now. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, they they announced a whole bunch of bundles, like fancy-looking Xboxes if you buy a certain game. Like, I don't care, Advanced Warfare, you get a camouflage one or some bullshit. Well, then you get a, a terabyte hard drive. Yeah, that's kind of cool. But, I mean, these are removable hard drives anyway, aren't they? I want a Quantum Break console that stops time for me. No, so you can play as long as you want. Now, the Xbox ones, you probably could remove them, but I probably wouldn't. Mm. The PlayStation 4s are easier to remove. The hard disk? Yeah. So um, this fall, you'll get digital pre-orders and downloads through Xbox Store, which is cool. Nice. Finally. Right. I mean, it's not like you have to wait in line and you're not going to get a copy if you're downloading a digital version, though. Seriously. Nope. They're going to run out of data. I know, right? We can't digitally copy the game anymore. It's just impossible. That's not... That well, that's going to kick off with like FIFA and uh, Forza 2, I think. Yep. The digital, digital downloadable games. Although the pre-download of the title is interesting. Like, what does that mean? If you pre-order it, can you download it a few days early? Probably. They'll probably give you like a 24, 48-hour head start or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you can download it a couple days early, so it'll basically be there. So it basically doesn't push tax the uh, whole servers when everyone tries to download it at once. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Like, oh, it's sitting there. It just won't be unlocked until this date. Right. Right? Is that what it is? Well, it says you can pre-order and pre-download titles digitally so they're available to play immediately on release. That's all they say in this. Oh. 
Maybe Dang no, maybe you're right. Maybe it means you don't have to wait in line. It's like no, I, I I ordered this or paid for it two days ago. I couldn't play it till now, but now I don't have to wait. It's already downloaded. It's just not going to let you play it till a specified yes. time. It's just like yeah, it just unlocks the day of, but it's already on your hard drive. Yeah, so you don't have to you know yes. wait like a goober for it to download. Yeah, it's just a way of saving the system from being taxed. You know. And uh, what was the other one they had? Um, now you can actually stream stuff to your tablet from the smart glass. Yeah, they. I didn't get a chance to read it exactly, but there was something about uh, you being able to use Media Center on your Xbox One now. Yes, you can, like, all the videos that are on Xbox, you can play on your tablet, uh, which I've wanted for a long time. So I'm like, why not? I can do the music through my tablet. You know, it just, it's the next best step, I guess, right? Right. Yeah, I mean, they've been iterating since they released the Xbox One, so it's you're always getting a better or changed experience, I think. Yeah. Um, they still say they're the loser console. Um, I wasn't up to watch the press conference. It was on, I think, 5 in the morning here. <laughs> yeah, it was on fairly early. I mean, we are talking about Germany. Yeah, and then the PlayStation 1 went on, like, shortly after, and just the fan war shit started all over again. Yeah. <laughs> It but always leads showed, to that. But uh, they showed the um, footage of the new Halo, uh, what's it called? Uh, no, the, from uh, December 29th to January 17th is the Halo 5 beta now. Yeah, I saw that. I don't know if I care yet. What? Come on. Well, they've got to show me fucking some shit about Halo. I haven't seen a thing. Uh, they were showing some. They are showing some footage. Okay. But all I've seen is that video that shows Master Chief and like the dirty poncho, and then all of a sudden there's a giant thing in front of him. But all that stuff doesn't count. That's all freaking CG. I don't go by CG footage. Well, that's my point. I, that's all I've seen, so I have no opinion on the game yet. Yeah, and the um, did you watch the? If you didn't, uh, there's a Modern Warfare footage. It looked horrible. It was basically a retarded version of uh, Titanfall. <laughs> it was with the way they jump around. Yeah, they, they, it's like they're on. Did they write down? I think they wrote it. So they're like on pogo sticks. No, <laughs> they can just go up and down. That's it. Yeah, so it's gears of pogo sticks. <laughs> um, yeah, modern pogo, modern warfare uh, puts pogo stick shooter. There it is. It's a pogo stick shooter. I'm coining the phrase now. All right, um, we'll see how it does. I'm we'll sure I'll see. rent it on GameFly just to well, see. The difference is what you can do now, you can um, like dart left and right, like with the rocket, so you jump up in the air, and then you can either veer left and right. It, sh it basically, it's basically, um, you know those people from Stomp, you know, and they have those big pogo sticks, and they, or um, Circus Soleil? Yeah, and I've seen the big, giant pogo sticks. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It's Circus Soleil with guns. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it reminded me of, and they have the bungee cord attached to their back and stuff. You're just bouncing. Yeah, it looks horrible. Watch some gameplay footage and tell me I'm not. Titanfall is a lot faster, a lot smoother. You can double jump off walls and stuff. This is just, oh, I can boost up. Oh, I can boost up over here. What? I was making a boingy sound, like a pogo stick. He's our sound effects guy now. Yeah, I've been oh, promoted. Also, also Sony um, stole from Xbox. They're releasing the share play. And that's um, basically what Xbox was going to do. So you can share your games, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, without buying another one. So say I can mark you as my family and all of a sudden you can play all the games I've downloaded. 
or say you're too dumb to play the game, go, hey, I can't finish this. Your friend can take over your game and play it for you. Hmm. Oh, so like share file, sw- uh, game file swapping. Well, no, like I could be on my house and you could be like, hey, dude, can you pass this point for me? And I could take over your game. Yeah, and just play from my living room, your game, and get past that point, and then you can take back. That's uh, funny. It's like how it used to be, and you'd hand off the controller to your friend. Well, yeah, that's what they're saying. It's digital that. That's pretty cool. Well, I don't know. Well, no, it's just nostalgic. Yeah, but I just, I just like to finish the game by myself. Oh, yeah, I never <laughs> have people... Like, if I can't finish a game, which is extremely rare, I just don't finish it. I don't... Yeah, I don't feel I've completed a game unless I've finished it by myself. Yeah. So... For those um, half-completionists who just want their trophies, quote-unquote, for their, um, they want their platinum trophies, they can have their friend get it for them now. Doesn't count. I'll have to put an asterisk next to their gamer tag. (laughs) You're the Barry Bonds of gaming. I bet you you there will be. There should be, right? It should be. It should be noted on that game that more than one person played it. Yeah, it should be the person's name and who passed that level. That would be funny. And you still cannot change your um, gamer um, gamer tag with Sony. Um, they still haven't figured out it. So everyone's been stuck with like their Muff Eater sixty nine for like <laughs> you know like the past ten years. <laughs> so they've never been able to change their gamer tag. No. Oh, jeez. So whatever you come up with, you're stuck with. You know. Um, oh, EA Access is now live. Is that is that up on your Xbox One? I haven't even noticed. Uh, <laughs> Honestly. They have four games, none of which I'm interested in playing. So only once do I see things that are worth my time will I consider putting down another $8 a month or $30 a year or whatever on my video game habit. Oh, yeah. Well. I mean, the only one I might play is Battlefield 4, and I own a, a physical copy of that still. And it's restarted me three times, and I'm stopped. I'm done playing it because it would just yeah um, refresh. Like fuck you. Yeah, I had that problem with uh, multiplayer. I couldn't find games. Oh, they were refreshing that. (laughs) They were refreshing everything, man. Oh my god. And not with a sprite. Oh, and also, um, uh, Destiny uh, will your player will not go over to the next game. So you mean from the beta to the uh, yeah. production? Well, that sucks. Oh, well. I mean, I guess it makes everyone start on the same level. Uh, I guess, yeah, I guess so, but whatever. It's just the people who fucking played the beta leg up, right? Right. Well, yeah, we helped them stress test their game. <laughs> so, yeah, true. I think you're right. We should get the benefit of what we earned in the, uh, the beta. The alpha beta? Sorry, what do you rate that weed you're smoking over there? Uh, which one is this, Joe? Well, this one's Platinum Jack. Before that was Purple <laughs> Dragon, and before that was Golden Pineapple. Golden what? Oh, Golden Pineapple. <coughs> yep. <coughs> what, what do you rate it? <coughs> I mean, all three of them are right up there. I like the Purple Dragon. That's tasty. It's tasty, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, definitely a heavy Indica, for those of you who prefer the Indica type high. Um, but good all around weed. So I'm going to give it a sweep of eight and a half out of 10. My golden pineapple and platinum Jack are getting a little dry. Hmm. Nice. So what do you think of Robin Williams hanging himself? 
With a belt. Yeah. He hung himself. He was in his Mork and Mindy suit. I and was going to say his Mrs. Doubtfire note. suit. <laughs> suicide note read Nanu Nanu. <laughs> you read that? No. You didn't? No. I mean, I read about him killing himself, but... Yeah, he hanged himself with a belt in his closet. That's a shitty way to go, too. That doesn't snap your neck, so you strangle Yeah, he died of asphyxiation. Probably Mm. shot himself. Well, let's just leave that picture out of it, okay? Well, it's just a horrible... (laughs) Why would you... I don't know. Whatever. That's just, like, one of the worst ways to kill yourself. Yeah, I think suicide's one of the most selfish ways to kill yourself. Yeah, he's got kids. It's like, what the hell? One kid is named Zelda. Come on. <laughs> yeah, apparently he was a huge gamer, which I didn't realize. Yeah, huge. Like wow. tabletop art, uh, D&D and fucking video games. Yeah, so uh, that's where the he died. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. is crazy. So what's your favorite drama that he was in? Oh, um, uh, one hour photo. <laughs> I haven't seen that's that. That's where he played a creep, right? Yeah, deficit pick of the week, one hour photo. I heard that's good. We should, yes, that's a great movie. I liked, uh, for dramas, I liked The Fisher King. Um, that was good. It was decent. Come on, not Dead Poet Society? Uh, no. I like that movie a lot. I don't think, I, I think I only saw bits of that. It's Good Morning Vietnam, a comedy drama. It's like both, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, he was good in Good Morning Vietnam. He was great in that. Mm-hmm. He was an awesome Popeye. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I God. Popeye. That's just weird. <laughs> you have to see that movie. You do. It was a box office, office flop, but it is such a good fucking movie. It's like a classic flop. Like, I didn't like it, and I was a kid and went and saw it in a the movie theater. Yeah. <laughs> My was, kids it was, watched it. It was creepy. Yeah, it was weird. It was borderline creepy with his chin and his arms and shit. Yeah, they made his arms all like Popeyes and his face is all fucked up and scrunched up. Well, and everyone wore shoes that made their feet look all wonky like in the cartoon also. Because mm-hmm. people didn't know what to do with animation at that time. They're just like, we'll just make it an exaggeration of the cartoon. Yeah. Yeah, it was creepy. I remember seeing a kid here. Yeah, my kids loved it. All three of them. That sped up film and a yellow stripe goes up his. Mm-hmm. Really? It's from a different era. Well, I'd already watched like Aliens and Terminator. Yeah, see, so mm-hmm. you're spoiled Old by that point. Creep show and Halloween. Yeah, a little jaded. Jaded, yeah. <laughs> that's the word. What? <laughs> Those are just classics. No, it's not a bad thing. It's just you're like, I've seen better than this. I'm used to better. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I learned about it when it came out of my third seeing showing of what movie, guys? Guardians of the Galaxy. I saw it for the third time. Awesome. Jesus. I took my brother, and we went to the new 75-foot IMAX screen, which was insane. So it's on the side of the mountain? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, it was 75 feet. It was non-active 3D glasses. Could you um, see it was, everything? It wasn't like you were on top of the screen. It was it was leveled out because it's you know it's Reno. They have as much room as they want. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, they could the tunnel into the side of a mountain. Yeah, it just opened in February. What was the name of the theater? The Galaxy. Galaxy something. IMAX yeah. Sparks. I don't know. Yeah, seventy-five foot IMAX screen. It was like holy. It looked amazing. It it did. 
It was awesome. It looked like a brand new movie. You it was know. beautiful. It was weird, man. I actually got depth of 3D from it. It was strange. I'm like, what the fuck, man? Why am I getting 3D from this now? So <laughs> I have to uh, eat crow and say IMAX is a great showing of, of non-active 3D IMAX. <coughs> Yeah, that's that's key. Active 3D hurts my face. Yeah, and the glasses were huge. Um, they were falling off my face the whole time. <laughs> you need to bring your own croquis? Well, no, it's like those old, you know, like like those big old lady glasses. That's what they were. <laughs> like cool. blue blockers? Yeah, you've seen the IMAX near Europe. Uh-oh. And um, in every other theater there has recliners and Dolby Atmos surround sound. So every other theater is Dolby Atmos surround sound with reclining seats. Uh, we didn't get the reclining seats, but they got the, the big 75-foot screen. That's huge, man. Yeah. I haven't seen a screen that big in a long time. The other ones, I think the one in San Francisco was only like 50. Hmm. I think. Or 60 or something like that. This is the biggest one in Reno. Yeah, I couldn't the tell you. In Nevada, I think. The biggest uh, screen in Nevada is this IMAX theater. Well, again, either in Reno or Vegas. So hopefully I'll be seeing Expendables 3 in IMAX. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Great. Hey, if, that's, if there's a movie to see in IMAX, it's that. You know how loud that's going to be? Yeah. Like That'll be a headache. Two hours sure. of gunfire. Yeah, this is amazing. Like every every shot had like weird new depth to it, and you could actually like see into it. And when like the three D actually worked, and every time it was supposed to work, there were just it was way more detailed. The like the water spraying out, you felt like it was right there. It was I could amazing. see um, Drax. I could see his tattoos now. Oh, cool! And like what his tattoos had those like skulls on there I never saw before. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't notice any skulls. Could you see rockets, fleas? Yeah, you can see rockets, ticks, and fleas. Yeah, each character. The mange. Yeah. Yeah, every character is like 50 to 60 feet high. So you're like, okay. That's pretty cool. That's a, I mean, that's another movie to see in, in IMAX. That's a perfect movie to see on that screen. Yeah, and people, and people that have gone to a lot of IMAX showings say this is the best looking IMAX movie they've seen. That's cool. Well, I don't know. It, it looks beautiful, like all the space scenes. And you've got Dizzy. In the opening shot, when they pivot around towards the Earth, I actually got dizzy. I was like, fuck, dude. Yeah, it was weird. Well, but you get dizzy on the tiniest oh. roller coaster, so that's not a fair comparison. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but I ate, like, a pill before I went there. Well, it nice. probably stopped some of it. Well, yeah, yeah it, was, it was intense, man. Um, speaking of non-intense, I saw TMNT. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I figured you did, and I wondered. There's a lot of kids there, man. They've already greenlit the second one. Of course. Um, it's a typical Michael Bay film. Everything sucks unless the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are on screen, just like with the Transformers. Exploding they stuff. They just have that same uh, shitty formula. Mm-hmm. Is this the microphone? Can you hear? No. <laughs> you do sound clearer there. Oh, do I? Yeah. I'm facing the microphone away from you, sir. No, they have that same um, shitty formula. Uh, what do they do? What is it? Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, who is it? What's Brit, uh, What's her name? April, April O'Neil. Her dad is now the scientist who invented the frickin' um, turtles. The, the ooze. Yeah, the ooze. And then a Shredder was his, his lab assistant. <laughs> who happened to be a ninja master all yeah. of a sudden? Well, no, no. And um, basically... <laughs> 
And then they, uh, the, the lab caught on fire because they're going to use the, the formula for bad whatever the fuck. And so Shredder got caught up in the fire. It spilled on him, I think. Oh, and he no, mutated? He's, he's not even special. He's just scarred. And then um, <clears throat> the, uh, the turtles were little babies, and um, April named them all as a little baby and put the dots. That's how they got their colors were dots, so you could tell them apart. Hmm. And so she named it, and then she saved them from the lab fire, her and the rat, Splinter, and shoved them down into the sewer. Which is like, really? You just shoved pets down into, okay, here, love you guys, bye. <laughs> That's where turtles come from. Yeah. And alligators. And then it had them weirdly, um, like, mutate, and then all of a sudden Splinter finds a book about Kung Fu and starts learning Kung Fu. <laughs> and he teaches himself from a book. Yeah, he teaches himself from a book that he finds in the sewer, then teaches the kids. Do they all still have dickheads? Yeah. They, they all still have dickheads. And one of them's real creepy. You know, one of them's like, hey, uh, the orange one, Donatello. Michelangelo. <clears throat> Michelangelo, the real, yeah, the goofy one. Like, hey, man, hey. Yeah, he's the one who's always hitting on April and stuff. He's always he's the one who says cowabunga, but not in this movie apparently. Yeah. Uh, no, he does say it. He's like, but they make fun of it, sort of like, oh, I've been waiting to say this for a long time. Well, you can say it now, you know. No. It's lame. Uh, it's it's a rental. Your kids your kids would like it. Of course. Doesn't mean I want to go spend fifty bucks just on tickets to see him in the theater. Yeah, but the special effects are cool. The um, you know, it's the best. Of course, that's Michael Bay's specialty. It's the best the turtles have ever looked. And, you know, and people are just saying, hey, I went to go see Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but snuck into Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> Why so give the ticket fee to uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles then? Well, see, that explains the headlines I've been seeing. Uh, TMNT unseats Guardians of the Galaxy at box office. So I guess that's not exactly true. <clears throat> no. Because, uh, I don't know. It was a horrible movie. It was, it was good for special effects, but other than that, I don't know. I wouldn't go and see it again. I'll probably go see the sequel. <laughs> but I give it uh, four to five eye holes, three to five ear holes, and two out of five multiple throne blades. Uh, yeah, because uh, Shredder has, <coughs> Shredder's suit is a Swiss Army knife. <laughs> yeah, I noticed that from the previews. Yeah, and like, and, and all the blades get thrown, and then he has a magnet that pulls them all back in. Oh, it was a magnet. I wondered how he was going to pull that off. Yeah, he pulls them back <laughs> to a high powered magnet. That's how that works. Well, that's good. Wouldn't that attract all other loose metal objects in the area? Yeah. <laughs> they're not going to come at him exactly the way he wants either. They're just yeah. going to be coming at him. <laughs> it's concentrated to him. It makes perfect sense, guys. He's like, oh, this is a bad idea. Right, yeah. impales himself on 40 of his own blades. But yeah, but Guardians of the Galaxy and IMAX, they get five out of five eye holes. <laughs> five out of five ear holes. Six out of five. <laughs> and uh, five out of five um, real 3D effects with water and shooting. <laughs> yeah, it felt like it was raining. It felt like it was raining. I don't know. It was insane, man. Cool. Oh, man. All right, what do you got? Mm. I got a uh, new study published in a journal called Cognitive Science. It determined that children who are not exposed <coughs> to religious stories are better able to tell that characters in fantastical stories are fictional, whereas children raised in a religious environment, even 
approach unfamiliar fantastical stories flexibly. Basically meaning that... That's, That's exactly. Imagination has become stupid because of religion. Mm. No, it means they can't tell the difference between reality and fucking fiction, which is kind yeah. of dangerous. Dumb. Well, no, I think it's more indoctrination than dumb. Um, because you're raised on a book that's rather fantastical. Yeah, poor kids just can't tell the difference. They're so like, okay. Well, that's what I'm saying. You're, you're teaching your kid to be ignorant. Right? It's just like, hey, here, dumb Johnny. Read the dumb Bible. Right. No, it's more like you're just teaching, you're just handicapping your kid, being able to uh, differentiate between what's real and what's not. It's like, okay, so Harry Potter's not real, but this guy sitting on a cloud throwing thunderbolts at people is? You know, it's just confusing. Yeah. Get with the times. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. My story's real, not yours. Yeah, right? Just because it's old. Yeah. Yeah, and they've, it's yeah. Oh, just because we didn't know where it was written from, it's real. That makes sense, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, and religious people have a bad habit of killing you if you don't believe what they want you to. Oh, shit, I forgot about that. Yeah, that little thing. It's well, just who, a tiny detail. <clears throat> so so who are these kids are testing in what city? Well, so I just read a brief summary. I didn't read a full abstract or anything, so I don't know the details. But I thought the conclusion... Religion makes kids' imaginations stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so the website was certainly not a primary news source, but the headline was something along the lines of religious kids can't tell fact from fiction. There you go. Something like that. Wow. That's sad, man. Okay, so let's uh, rate True Blood, dude. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I don't have theme music, so Pretty we're going to have to... Bow, 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 bow. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. It was horrible. Oh, it was a lot better than last week's. I actually kind of enjoyed this week's episode. You say that every week, but it's going downhill. No, 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 no. Last week's fucking sucked like dirty oh, balls. This one does too. Pun intended again. <laughs> and yeah. I didn't like it at all. It was boring. I was falling asleep. It's like, hey, let's wrap up every little storyline in a cute little bow. It was a lot less confusing than last time. They didn't have as many, uh, what do you call it, storylines going on. They only had about 20 this time. Well, no, there, it was main It was main people's storyline this time. Yeah. I liked what they did with uh, V, Vi, I forget her name. They killed her. That's good. Um Hoyt, they're you know resolving that. We finally found what the fuck up was with was up with Tara. So maybe now she's finally off the show, but probably that not. Was, that was even worse. That was, that was lame. What? Uh, Tara's whole backstory is like, oh, hey, Mama, let's feel sorry for you. This is how you were now. Oh yeah, it's not her fault. It's the abusive husband, Lottie, yeah. Lottie, blah, yeah. drove her to drinking. Yeah, why can't she just be a fuck up? It's like, come on, really? Well, it seems like. That's just a late addition. They never intended that. They're just like, hey, let's do this now. Yeah, they, they did that so they can not play the race card. I think Tara should have shot him, but whatever. Yeah, why didn't Tara... Yeah, that was... It, it made no sense. It took up too much time for someone I didn't care about. And I'm not. I'm thinking those little tiny hands couldn't bury a pistol very deep. How was that never found? Because they're stupid. Then <laughs> a fucking squirrel would dig that thing up. It's the answer for everything. They're stupid. I know, right? <laughs> Didn't they? Um, uh, the writers make um, the audience think that we're stupid. 
falling for how bad the writing is with every scene. I love you. I love you too. What can I do to keep you around forever? You know? Yeah. And then shit. Oh, and what is up with Bill? I mean, I guess we'll find out. But Bill's like, no, I don't want the cure. Yeah, die. I don't give a fuck. I don't know. That was just kind of a weird way to end it. I'm like, okie dokie. Well, yeah, he doesn't because some one of those two has to die. So Bill's gonna die, and then it was so so he's like, oh, wait, I don't I have to pull your whole chair your chest out to see if you have the um, the disease or not, even though it was rolling up on your neck. It's in his contract. It's like Shatner. He has to expose his full chest at least once an episode. Or, or Suki, Suki just has to feel up on every guy she's in front of. Yeah. Like, hey, hold on, Eric. I think there's some veins on your butthole. <laughs> I better ring you to find <laughs> out. Yeah, it's just, it's over the top, dude. I don't know. I, I'm so sick of Suki. She's getting a little bit irritating. I don't like her at all. Um, I, I'm, uh, what's his face? Uh, Hoyt and... White and Jessica. Yeah, and Jessica, that was horrible. That well, was what's with this whole musical chairs thing? He comes to town with a girlfriend, but then Jason likes girlfriend, the girlfriend likes Jason, but that's okay, because now Jessica likes White, and White likes Jessica again, and so they just swap partners. Yeah, it's a, it's horrible writing is what it's called. It's Maybe called they Nick. forgot and um, had a brain fart moment where they put the two back together again. No, I just think Stackhouse would stick his dick in a cantaloupe if it had a hole in it. What'd you say? What? I said stat. I think more. It's more that. Huh? I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. So, damn it, I just hit a goddamn wood thing. I'm outside in the forest, guys. Cool. You're going to scare all the the raccoons with your uh, podcasting? (laughs) Uh, No, what was out here? Oh, no, there's some great thunderstorms out the other night. Oh, yeah. Lots of lightning strikes. We saw flashes, but no lightning. But it was like rolling thunder, like ACDC. Thunder <laughs> from down under. No, it wasn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> A bunch of weird fucking guys with pelvic thrusting in the air. <laughs> Come on. It wasn't thunder from down under. <laughs> oh, where'd my phone go? You broke it. God damn it. Okay. No, uh, what was the other thing I was going to bring up for you guys? Oh, Man on a Wire. Did you ever see that movie? Bird on a Wire? Nope. No, no, Man on a Wire. (laughs) No, can't say I have. It's going to be with, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, JGL, what's his name? Jake, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Oh, Jiggle. Uh, It's going to be Robert Zemeckis, and it's called The Walk. Oh, the guy who who had the tightrope walk between the Twin Towers? Yes. That's so they're doing impressive. a movie of that guy? Wait, The Walk might be the Stephen Hawking movie. No. <laughs> the Walk. No, that is coming out, but I don't think it's called The Walk. I hope not. No, the Stephen Hawking movie is called... Um, the Roll. Uh, oh, no, I just wrote Hawking movie, kiss-ass movie for Oscar grab. Mm-hmm. That's all I wrote. Mm-hmm. Oh. All right, what else you got? Oh, did you see the Dying Light trailer? What did you think of that? <clears throat> I didn't get to see that one. That looks fucking cool. So what is this? I take it it's a video game. Yeah, it's an open-world um, zombie uh, apocalypse game 
but it actually moves like um, a heavy parkour slash um, like you have like grappling hooks you can shoot on the fucking shit and fly up ledges. Are the zombies slow? Uh, I don't know. I just know, but it's that one where if you go out at night, it's everything's more dangerous. Remember? Yeah, okay, I remember that. Yeah. They showed like two minutes of gameplay footage of that shit. That looks fun. Make sure to so watch that. Player, it's like four-player co-op, right? So you can run around and uh, you can uh, uh, go up buildings and go on top of buildings and back down. It showed a guy jumping off of a building, landing into a pile of trash, and like keep running. Hmm. Like really cool shit. And he's just like jumping off of zombies, um, doing hardcore parkour shit. Instead of sitting there whacking them, he's doing trick shit, jumping off their heads to get leverage to jump onto a wall. Right. Using yeah. them as part of his mobility. Yeah. This, yeah. Is that one with that punk kid as the protagonist? No, you're thinking no. of Sunset Overdrive. Thanks. That's what I was yeah. thinking of. <laughs> That's completely different. Got it. I mean, the parkour elements are both very similar. Yeah. But... But Sunset's more a rail shooter, like you just slide along. Mm. And right. I think that's mutants, too, not zombies. Yes. Uh, energy, big difference. Energy drink mutants. <laughs> yeah, Sunset's third-person shooter. Got it. Is Dying Light first? Yeah. Oh. First-person zombie parkour shooter, I guess. Co-op, four-player co-op shooter. Oh, well, that sounds fun. First-person and parkour, though. Hmm. I don't know. Decent. I'm, yeah. <laughs> going i don't know i mean mirror's edge was pretty good it was a fun game but it definitely had problems with uh the way that it depicted first person parkour that's true and did you guys see the um uh, the xbox madden bundle the madden's gonna have a pig skin cover <laughs> really no, i'm just kidding don't tell peta <laughs> It's all like the like the fucking uh, the surface of a football is on this, the top of the thing. Mm. So I mean, you can get oh. branded Xboxes now, where you'll get like a Coca-Cola Xbox. Yeah. Have a Coca-Cola symbol on it. Wait, are we? We're still reading True Blood, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> no, we started talking about something way more interesting. Uh, I'll give it this episode uh, four out of five. Uh, Terra should have shot him. I give it a one out of five. <laughs> um, lame written storylines. M? Yeah, one out of five lame written storylines. What do you give it, M? Uh, I don't know. One, one out of five, whatever. It's so dumb now. Now. Yeah, <laughs> um, I, I didn't get a chance to uh, watch, um, what's it called? What was the other show? No, I watched the left. No, you just broke up, buddy. Say that again. Oh, good. Skype is holding up really well. What? Skype is holding up really well. All we hear from you is... Oh. So, repeat that. Yeah, it's it's clear now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, the strain. I didn't get a chance to watch it. So, did you watch it though, Yellow? Was it good? Yeah, I liked it. It was as good as the last one. More gore. <laughs> you see about everyone though, and they're not. So. Uh, oh, whatever. I'm still as picky as you guys. Come on. Where's the last one? <laughs> okay, so what do you rate it then? Rate it without giving it away. All right. Um, again, you know, four out of five worm tongues. 
Worm Tongues, nice. That's nice and, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I just watched, uh, we just watched a brand new show called The Nick. Um, I think it's debuting, it's set in the 1900s. Uh, what is it? Ni- 1900s. It's basically ER set in the 90s. Oh, good. With leeches and bone saws? No, no. This is... It's surgery. So... I think you guys may have mentioned that. I'm going to have to check that out. You're going to love it. <laughs> that so sounds cool. So the opening scene, they have Max Hedrum is in the, in the show. Oh, Peter, whatever his name is, or Matthew Ferrer, whatever. Uh, again, Skype's not keeping up with you. Uh, tell me when it's ready. You sound clear now. Okay. What did you miss? So, <laughs> pretty Max much is in the show with a beard. Cool. Uh, that shootout movie. Remember that movie? Shoot 'em up. Oh Clive, yeah. Clive Owen is the head um, uh, doctor, ER guy. I haven't oh, seen him a- anything in a while. Yeah, him in an opium den. Um, he comes out of an opium den, gets in a carriage, shoots uh, liquid cocaine in between his toes, and then goes into the surgery. <laughs> nice. That's <laughs> a way much, to get ready. Things were much more fun in the early 1900s. Yeah, and then, um, so, so they're doing one of those, you know, like school-type surgeries. It's a lady who's had, what, she's had trouble giving childbirth. She has, like, a ruptured placenta or, like, something that they have to go in right now. And she's, like, eight months pregnant. Okay, uh, so... They do the first C-section or something? No, this... Okay, so they're just like, okay, let's cut her open. Did they wash their hands? No. They wash their hands, but they're not wearing gloves. Mm. So, so they're just cutting her open. Um, they're just... She's just googling out blood. They have this one guy, like, um, putting blood into jars manually pumping blood out with his with one hand while with like with a um it's almost like a suction that's their suction was a guy like pumping something <laughs> it's so fucking prehistoric oh like bellows oh yeah and then they're uh digging all their hands in there to rip her open right they're trying to rip her open and they couldn't stop her bleeding and she's just bleeding all over the place dude and there's like <laughs> filling up like four or five like pint jars no what were they? Not pints. No, that sounds about right. You've only got about nine pints of blood. Yeah, so she was bleeding. So it's like more than half her blood. <laughs> yeah, blood was Yeah, because they didn't catch everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, blood was all over the fucking floor. They actually pulled the baby out. They cut it. Um, the, the, um, the wet nurse or whatever is trying to fucking pump. Like, has a tube in the baby's mouth trying to pump air into the baby's mouth. Because it's not breathing. It's not breathing. Um, this is very graphic. Like, they don't cut away at all. They're showing them cut open the belly. They're showing them, um, yeah, rip the babies out and just all prehistoric and disgusting. Did they play the Yakety Sax song over it? <laughs> sure. That's a weird soundtrack, though. They yeah. could have sped it up into Yakety Sax. But yeah, and they're just like, whoops, I lost the baby. And they're just like, well, let this be a lesson. And I won't say what else happens, but yeah, it's like, it's very dark from then on out. Interesting. And, and another, and um, later on, there's a huge, uh, what is he? He's like the best surgeon in Europe and all this stuff, and he happens to be black. So so he shows up there, and this is all New York in the year 1900. Hello? Yep. Yep. Okay. So no, we, we were just listening. Oh, I thought I broke up. So he happens to be black, and no one wants to talk to him. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah, no one wants to work with him. 
they happen, like, they uh, cut open a guy who's, what, septic, and he's, all of his intestines are bleeding out inside of him. Oops. Because they're like, oh, it's better to stitch up the wounds than cut out the bad part of the intestine. Oh, boy. Well, yeah, they didn't learn to do that yeah. kind of thing for quite a while after the beginning of the 20th century. Bowel resectioning. Yeah. Well, yeah, this is the guy who first did one, and they ripped out a foot of his section of his bowel, 12 inches, and then he made a tool that he just made down in the metal shop, like, hours earlier, <laughs> that he'd been filing. He's like, hey, I just invented this tool. And then the black guy's impressed and going, teach me everything you have to, well. And so, yeah, he held, he holds the intestine together, and they, and they can stitch it up. So it's, it's very weird. Cool. And all this time, oh, before that, um, that's why I'm going to give it, um, uh, I can only give it, I don't have eye holes or ear holes. Or eye, oh, the eye holes, this TV sucks over here. Hmm. It's like a burnt-in um, Channel 4 logo on the top right <laughs> 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 I heard something. It's like Channel 2. I don't know. It's a 50-foot, or 50-foot. It's a 50-foot plasma. Uh, it's a, yeah, it's a 50-inch plasma, but it's still a piece of shit. They're trying to sell this house. Someone really, is it the same one you've gone to before? Yeah, so those people who don't know, uh, my family and I rent out a house uh, every year, and we just go on like a week vacation. But they're trying to sell this place now, so... Sort of go to shit. <laughs> well, that just means they'll have to fix it back up before they sell it. Yeah, it's a nice place. But um, what else are we talking about? Oh, yeah, and so I give it five out of five cocaine injected into the urethra of the penis. Oh. oh. Really? Thank you. That's called a wake-up call. Where the hell does that go? It's just to get absorbed by the tissue. Okay, yeah. interesting. Yeah, it's... Like, oh, he's... Like, oh, all of your veins are collapsed. He's like, here, here, quick, shoot it into my dick. So it's just absorbed into the penile and urethral tissue. Yeah, Insta boner. <laughs> yeah, what if you have a needle in your dick and then you get a boner? Yeah, it's like the biggest, <laughs> yeah, the biggest vein of all. Like, <laughs> the main vein. <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. He's like, here, give it to me. I'll shoot it right into my dick. Or you have to do it for me because he's going through withdrawals. Oh. And this is before he um, uh, performs the bowel section. This is Clive Owen? Yeah, he's, he's going through withdrawals. He has to be shot up with cocaine to get into the operating room. Nice. In order to do this. He should get yeah, together with uh, Nurse Jackie. Uh, yeah. He's a modern Nurse Jackie. It's a, it's a decent show, though, man. I'm liking it. I'm going to check it out. What channel is it on? Uh, Cinemax. But for some reason, it's debuting on HBO. So I don't, because I'm watching, um, I brought my 360 up here and just use it as a streamer. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, so you have HBO Go on that, which isn't on the Xbox One yet. <laughs> right. So, <coughs> so <coughs> I'm watching it do that. <coughs> so I watched Troubled. Uh I didn't watch The Strain because I have to watch it on my iPad. And it has four-minute commercials. Wow. Is that in fucking insanity, dude? Xfinity, it's like, oh, this show's an hour and ten minutes. Wow, they took a 46-minute show and crammed in that many commercials? Yeah. Jesus. Because, yeah, because each block, because you'll look at the dots, you know? Yeah. All the more reason to cancel it. 15 minutes of commercials. Okay. But that's if you don't record it. I record all these. So if I have, like, a sling box or something, I can be watching him. Right? Oh, and I forgot to mention, this is not a spoiler or anything, but um, the episode's directed by RoboCop. 
nice. Yeah, Peter, Peter Weller. Because <laughs> I've been seeing his name all over the place directing stuff. I guess he directs stuff. And he also had that history show on uh, the History Channel. Oh, I didn't know about that. Mm-hmm. What history show? Oh, this was the, probably the late. Of <laughs> yeah, <that was laughs> history just of old Robocop. Detroit. No, uh, apparently he's a history professor also. And what? so, yeah, he was on this, um, it was a History Channel show about ancient civilizations. He'd walk around ruins in Egypt and Greece and stuff and talk about them. Indiana Jones Robocop crossover. <laughs> right? It's like Indiana Jones great Indiana, grandson. Indiana Cop. Indiana Cop. <laughs> Or Robo Indy. So it's it's a robot policeman who's afraid of snakes and good with whips. Yes. No, it's a robot and fights Nazis. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's, it's exact. So picture um, Indy role replaced by Robocop. I hate Nazis. Right. <laughs> That's what it would be. It'd be Robocop replacing Indiana Jones. Be called um, Indy Cop. Indy Cop. Oh, that's funny. I could Robo. see it. Robo Indy? Robo Indy. That's even better. Although, at that point, you expect him to have a big, like, red eye on his chest or something. A big eye on his chest? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Arrested Development's going to come back for a fifth season. Really? Hopefully. Cool. On Netflix again? Yeah. That's what they say. I don't know. <clears throat> oh, and Bioware put out... Did you see Bioware's weird and trippy... <coughs> um, like a little girl who's standing around a house that's all burnt down, but it's like stuck inside of a globe. And it's like a real world. It's like, I don't know what I'm doing. Or some weird shit like that. No, but I did see the Bioware trailer earlier that was uh, like a guy <laughs> having nightmares. And this is supposed to be some new IP they're coming up with. Maybe that's what you saw. Yeah, that's the same one. They're putting out like a couple different trailers. What was that one? Just a guy having nightmares? Or a guy what? No, well, there was... uh, Sorry, he's taking a hit. So, um, I can't do two things at once, man. At least not those things. So, it was basically... It started out with a little snap of a dude in like his bed, thrashing around a bit. And then everything just gets surreal from there. I mean, it looks completely bizarre. There are some recognizable elements, but there's a lot of trippy effects going on in the background. So to be honest, it doesn't make a lot of sense until right at the end when something spooky happens. Oof. I don't know about that. Yeah. It's weird trailers to put for games. I don't know, man. The advertising now for games, I think, is going a little overboard. Just slightly... Well, they have to justify their million dollar, or, you know, fifty million dollar investment. Well, like perfect example, I just got uh, it was my nephew's birthday. He just got Call of Duty, Call of Duty toys. So that's weird, right? Yeah, a little bit. Like, mm. it's, like a GI Joe ripoff version. Right. Like that, like that thing. But the the that's players from the single player of the game. I don't know what it is. I think it's just the name brand now, Call of Duty. They'll slap it on something. With army shit on it. Yeah, I think Mega Bloks does Call of Duty sets. Could be wrong about that, but I think so. 
This is like this is like um, action figures, like GI Joe, like an almost a right. GI. All you have to do is put GI Joe on the box. That was weird, man. I don't get that shit. Oh, and uh, what is it? Oh, Captain America three is coming out May 6, twenty sixteen, and um, he might pass the shield to Bucky or Falcon, like in the comic, right? Oh, Falcon, the new Captain America, right? Steve, something. It makes sense because they're trying to be politically correct. Um, Pretty soon they're going to have Menudo is going to be a superhero group. (laughs) Remember them? So I think they need to make uh, Falcon have his moment in the sun as the Falcon, though, because he barely got to use his little fucking suit. Yeah, and he wasn't that great. You know, I mean, he was cool, but I mean, his comic character was fun because he had the telepathic link with the hawk. In addition okay. to the flying suit. Yeah, they're gonna put like some neural implant into the side of his head, and he's gonna control like a robotic hawk that shoots rockets out of its ass. <laughs> cool. It's a handy right? hawk. Is that gonna happen? Sure. Whatever you say. Oh, did you see the video of that man who kicked the squirrel into the Grand Canyon? Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm going to now. What? He just kicked a squirrel. <laughs> yeah, oh. just, it was just like a guy who just kicks a squirrel and falls into the Grand Canyon. Wow, that seems like it's hard to do. Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was a pretty funny video, but people all of a sudden were jumping all over the place. Well, of course. Oh, this guy's an asshole. Well, he kind of is, but whatever. Well, somebody would kick you into the Grand Canyon. You know. He's an asshole, but it is just a squirrel. They're very um, forward in fucking the Grand Canyon. I had one crawl up on a backpack right next to me and Aaron. Ah. Okay, so that's why he probably kicked it. That's why. Well, that's how come he was able to pro- as well. He's probably like, hey, this guy's going to give me some food. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> Dude, okay, that makes perfect sense. All Although, you know, when you Google the video, the guy who's doing it is not wearing a shirt and is wearing a cowboy hat and, like, topsiders. Yeah. So what do you think? He's, he's like, probably like, drunk. <laughs> yeah, I think Yo's estimation is correct. Well, squirrel well, kicking's probably a thing back where he comes yeah, from. That's what I'm saying. Is it like a sport for people who live on the Grand Canyon? <laughs> <laughs> well, it is now. Good job. Yeah. They have squirrels? They have little squirrel stickers. They stick on the fender of their car for each one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I bet you it is. I bet you it is. It's a sport. So what do they call it? Squirrel Grand kicking. Canyons. No, Grand Canyon squirrel kickers. Yeah. They're G... G-C-S-K. Yeah, G-C-S-Ks. Come on. Okay. Aren't you part of that group? No. Can't say that I am. Oh, my God. All right, we'll wrap it up soon. We'll do a short podcast. All right, what else do you have? Uh, How about this uh, group of researchers in uh, Germany, France, and it looks like Switzerland maybe, are developing a uh, graphene optic nerve replacement. That's impressive. Graphene is a one-molecule thick... They call it two-dimensional, meaning it doesn't have, you know, any surface volume other than this one molecule of thickness. And it's really, it's really good at conducting um, electricity. It doesn't react to any of the body's natural chemicals or defenses. 
in some way. So it won't get rejected. Right. And so they're looking into making artificial retinas out of this. Wow. So what are they going to use it for? Um, so if you go blind due to some kind of retinal nerve detachment or other problem with your retina, they could conceivably implant this little strip of really thin uh, carbon. I mean, it's graphite, just a new form of it, graphene. <laughs> and, Can you drink it? Oh, yeah. Pepsi yeah. right up, too. <laughs> just fart out like a perfect graphite bubble. Right. <laughs> or pencils. Nice. Oh. There you go. You shit out perfect pencils. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they made them all these years. That's the secret. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's kind of weird. Okay, hold on. Let's smoke one more bowl before we go here. We're doing a short show because I don't give a fuck. <laughs> okay. That's as good a reason as any. Yup. Okay, hold on. Okay, so um, we're going to bring up... Um, so now, uh, Celestial Pets, have you heard of this? Okay. No. Nope. One of the most difficult aspects of getting attached to a pet is losing your beloved companion. Then there's the tough decision of how to immortalize or uh, memorialize the cherished uh, family animal. Catapult. Nope. Uh, these, uh, those with pets can select... Okay, so now... Uh, you can have photos of your little pet, but also celestial pets. You shoot your um, pet into space. I was close. Okay, so this fall will launch Celestial Pets, a service that will memorialize deceased pets by sending them into space. So, so <laughs> ranging from a thousand. Okay, so so those with pets can select from our four packages. You get it? Four packages. Okay. <laughs> Ranging from the 1,000 Earthrise package, which gives Fido a round-trip mission to space in a memorial urn you get to keep upon his return. <laughs> upon so his return? Do they... Upon his return to Earth. His so orbit deteriorates? Floats. Yeah, they launch him up, and then he just floats for one spin and floats down. Okay, so... <laughs> So there's going to be random urns yeah. like dropping out of I'm the I'm not a sky. physicist or anything, but wouldn't that hurt if it conked you on the head? Yeah. Yes. Or hit the engine block of your car. <laughs> it's just like making space junk that's going to come back. Well, yeah, it says Fido, a round trip mission to, a, to, space, to space in a memorial urn you get to keep upon his return to Earth. So they just launch him up and drop him. Okay, uh, so Jesus. Then, so then to the $12,500 plus Luna and Voyager packages, which send your pet to the moon and beyond. <laughs> this is starting to sound like a joke. No. <laughs> 12500 to just shoot straight up, basically. Well, that's, that's a lot of money, but I imagine it costs a lot to shoot something to the fucking moon. Not a pet. Not a small... True. How, I mean, how maybe would they an 80-pound dog how, or 100-pound dog. It? There are plenty of people okay. who are building rockets right now. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, okay, they're, they're not going to stuff the pet and then launch it <laughs> like in its own spacesuit or something. <laughs> no, it's burned up. I know. But just no, launching anything from here to the moon. Wow. Burn it. They're going to just burn it up and just shoot it into a little capsule. Mm -hmm. That's all they're going to do. They're not going to dress it up or anything. 
Yeah, maybe that'll maybe that's the fifty thousand dollar package. Yeah, stuffed dog. It's that. It's the whole corpse. It's all taxidermized. Yeah, and it's all like it has its little paws on the controls and shit. <laughs> <laughs> A little mini rocket. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Make your and make it play like Starman or something from uh, Ziggy Stardust. Nice. That'll be looping all over like every time. <laughs> oh no. $50,000 package, you could set up a fucking satellite camera and you could watch your dog floating around in space. Right? Yeah, uh, I so guess you could. The camera, you can watch your dead dog. It would, it would just radio back to you every once in a while. That just seems unhealthy somehow. Yeah, it would be like, it would be pictures of your dead dog floating in space with like a space helmet on. <laughs> That's not nightmare inducing or anything. It'd be dressed up like an astronaut and shit, and it would have like you know, family photos inside the cockpit of like you and stuff. <laughs> it's like real creepy shit, dude. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> that's the fifty thousand dollar package. Get to me, uh, get a hold of me, uh, celestial pets. I'll set up some fucking nasty shit. Okay, so, uh, so the lunar package beyond Earth, your pet will go to the moon and beyond. If you reserve your pet spot in the Earthrise program by August seventh. Celestials will knock 20% off your total bill. Uh, Celestial also runs programs that send human remains into space. I was wondering about that. Should you want to work that awesomeness into your will, I might have to do that. (laughs) (laughs) I want to be burned and, yeah, I want to be launched off this planet. Yeah, don't don't launch your corpse into space. Yeah. Yeah, I'd totally rather be in space than on this planet. And no embalming or anything, so eventually you'll just be a skeleton floating in space. That dude, yes, I wanted to launch. No, I want it to be like a time-release capsule, so like at like five million miles, it'll just break open and my body will just be free-floating. <laughs> right? Get picked up by aliens and reanimated. Dude, wouldn't that be fucking cool? Yep. Like, I'm glad <laughs> I chose the $50,000 package. Yeah. No, I would want to be launched towards the nearest black hole. Cool. That's what I would want to do. I want to go to a supernova. Wait, those are hard to tell if they're still going on, though, aren't they? <laughs> no, you could. No, dude. By the time you reach one, it'd be. Like, yeah, it'd be over and done with. You would just float through like an ash. Like, damn it. No, there could be a quasar or a black hole. Black hole's a good idea. Yes, I would want to be launched into a black hole with my ashes, just to see what was on the other side. And hey, maybe I survive. Maybe I get reanimated through it, and I wind up on like an opposite planet or some shit. <laughs> bizarro yeah. world. Yeah, bizarro world. <laughs> yeah, we get yeah, launched into my neighbor's yard. That'll freak him out. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's just a little catapult. <laughs> Think about it, the bizarro world would work perfectly because I'm dyslexic, so ah. boom, everything would make sense in this world. Right. Or in this other new world, right? Uh huh. So their bizarro Chris wouldn't have dyslexia. Yes. No, oh, I don't know. <laughs> See? It would work out. Uh, it would be a bizarre world so that the books oh, were all written so differently so he'd be able to read them. Mm-hmm. Okay, also before we go, uh, Silent Hills with Norman Reedus and Kyoto Kojima, the guy who invented the Metal Gear series. Mm-hmm. They're making a game with uh, Guillermo del Toro, Kyoto Kojima, and Norman Reedus. Okay, the first two are cool. Norman Reedus sucks as an actor. <laughs> Boom. He sucked in um, uh, those two shitty movies, um, Boondock Saints 1 and 2. Fuck those movies. I give those 1 out of 5 rip-off Quentin Tarantinos. 
<laughs> stupid silent guns. How's that for? Or ripped off, ripped off toilets. For uh, the better one is uh, God. The making of. Remember the making of with the director. Right, the documentary about him making them and how he became a prima donna and a complete dickhead. How to shoot a movie or something like that. How to really shoot a movie or something. I forget what it's called. Yeah. Yeah. Those are shitty movies. Um, that's their worst casting for that game. Um, basically, it looks like him from The Walking Dead. It looks stupid. Uh, <clears throat> all right, do you have anything else before we go? Mm, let's see. Anything interesting? Whee! <laughs> well, okay, so did you see that Activision is teasing that they're bringing Sierra Entertainment back? What was that again? Oh, that with the pyramid and the weird half thing. Oh, wow. So those are some of the first PC games I played. Right, like King's Quest and Leisure yeah, Quest Suit Larry. Quest for Glory. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what is it? Um, Wizardry? Did they put out Wizardry? I don't think so. Oh. King's Quest was their big thing. Oh, and then okay. they did a bunch of like point-and-click adventure games in the 90s that I played a ton of. Oh, shit. Who did Heroes of Might and Magic? I don't know. What they, uh. But what are they going to put out then? Uh, so I haven't watched the teaser yet, but it shows an adventure type walking through the tundra towards a giant mountain pinnacle in the little screenshot I've seen. Oh, weird. Mm-hmm. Did you see the um, dying, light, or dying Light, but a Mass Effect creator leaves Bioware? <gasps> really? Um, hmm. Yeah. Well, bound to happen. I don't know. He'll want to make his game his way because he's got a track record and then, you know, Bioware doesn't necessarily want to let him. That's true. Competing interest kind of thing. You never know. I hope they make another Mass Effect game. Oh, you better believe they're going to. There will be, but the guy who created the whole world won't be there. They're just going off of a copy of an idea now. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, I mean, if there's a significant amount of people still working in the same group from the Mass Effect games, it'll still have a lot of the same flavor. That's true. I mean, they have an established universe in which to work, and as long as, you know, they stay true to their canon, they should be okay. Yeah, well, we'll see. I don't know, I'm hoping the next, next Mass Effect is cool. It'll come out in, like, 2025. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be able to fly my spaceship on my own. Yeah. Oh, also, um, The Intruders on BBC starts August Ow. 23rd. Um, that's supposed to be cool. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it's Followed about. by The Penetrators. I know. What is this Intruders <laughs> stuff you're speaking of? You know, it's like, oh, it's an intruder. It's yeah. Oh. Burglars. Yeah, oh, the burglars. We're being burgled. <laughs> the Call bur- the bobbies. Oh, also in the Nick, they showed the ambulance, okay? The ambulance drivers were amazing, okay? So, and I guess in the 1900s, they fought over the richer patients because they'd get money for the hospital. Hmm. So they'd show, have two ambulance drivers show up at a rich guy's house, and these one guys pulled it out, and they're just like, oh, we'll be taking that from you, and they pull out bats. <laughs> <laughs> they nice. have a gang fight in front of someone's house who's sick. Patient poaching. Yeah, they have gang fights over people, um, people's bodies. It was amazing. So yeah, you've got like an armored uh, ambulance, and well, you have someone riding shotgun with a blunderbuss? Yeah, with a shotgun. It would just be like two thugs, basically, that would run the ambulance, and they would um, take um, a profit. Well, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Just hire two tough-looking guys like, hey, 
Make sure you get the patients. Don't let anybody fuck with you. Well, they want the patients so they can bring them to the doctors, and then the doctors pay them, so they want the patients. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it's a trippy show, man. You'd like it. So it's a real period piece, then? Yes. Yeah, it sounds like they did a bunch of uh, research. That's cool. Yeah, it's ER, but 1900s. Yeah. It's the same weird drama, but all the doctors are high on cocaine and opium. And medicine's a fucking joke at that point. Well, who's to say that's not the case now? Let's be honest. Uh, Sing. I don't know. I'd much prefer today's medicine than back then. Well, yes. What do you have before we go? We're out of here. Uh, let's see. Oh, well, this is interesting, at least. Um, I found a a quote and reference from a biography of Hunter S. Thompson. And it was a list of like what his day was like, his average day. And I thought I'd read a few bits of it just for illustration. So he gets up at 3 p.m. Starts five minutes later with Shiva's regals and cigarettes. Starts bumping cocaine for the next two hours. Sweet. Drinks coffee, smokes Dunhills, and drinks Shiva's through the morning. Then smokes a joint. Then at seven, he goes to a tavern. And this is in PM, by the way, for lunch, which is a Heineken, two margaritas, coleslaw, taco salad, a double order of fried onion rings, carrot cake, ice cream, a bean fritter, Dunhills, another Heineken, cocaine. And a snow cone, the which fact is that he can eat on cocaine is amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. the snow cone was actually shredded ice with four or five shots of shivas poured over it. Whoa! So, 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 we had a fucking, <laughs> so we had an icy fucking brandy on it, right? Or... Yeah, it was scotch. Yeah. Oh my god, that's awesome! And not very yeah. good scotch. No, not at all. So, yeah. like about nine p.m., he starts snor- snor- snorting cocaine seriously, whatever that means. <laughs> We're not fucking around anymore. (laughs) Yeah, like yard-long rails kind of thing, I guess. Then at 10, he drops acid. Whoa. This is an average day? This is an average day. Jesus. But acid doesn't work every day. Well, so, but it's a ritual for him. And I mean, come on, after all that coke and weed and alcohol, you're already fucked up. Yeah. But then um, at 11, he... (laughs) um, Let's see. Actually, no. At 12 p.m., he starts writing. When in and while he's writing, um, yeah. or sorry, 12 a.m. So midnight, he starts writing. Um, yeah. From 12 to 6, he's writing while drinking chartreuse, cocaine, uh, smoking weed, drinking Shivas, coffee, Heineken, and <laughs> um, continuous pornographic movies. <laughs> oh my god! Continuous. <laughs> Apparently, that helps him write. Oh, my God, that's a party, man. Yes, yeah. every day. At 6 a.m., he gets in the hot tub, has champagne, <laughs> eats Dove bars and fettuccine Alfredo, takes a halcyon, which is a heavy-duty, like, depressant, if I remember correctly. Oh, it's like a benzo or something? Yeah. And then he goes to sleep at 8.20, apparently right after the halcyon kicks in. So he has to take this massive, like, sedative tranquil <laughs> just to even be able to sleep. That's, dude, that is, you could die from that shit, dude. Well, yeah. From being so high on coke to going to such a love to go to sleep. Mm-hmm, yeah, your well, ticker's got to be fucked, especially with all the alcohol and smoking. Yeah, that's a lot of booze. Well, he ended up just shooting himself in the head after he had pancreatic cancer, right? right. I think so. But he was old, right? 
Mm, I think he was early 60s. Oldish. It's impressive for doing all those drugs. I'm, I'm surprised he wasn't launched into space, was he? <laughs> no, he should be dug up and launched into space if he wasn't. Yep. Well, he was launched out of a cannon, though. <laughs> property. Yeah, he launched himself out of a cannon. I think Johnny Depp lived a few Yeah, years. Johnny Depp was there. Hey, wait, you mean literally his corpse was launched out of a cannon? I think so. It was <laughs> a gun nut. <laughs> Uh, well, apparently, yeah. No, I think it was, was his corpse. I think it was his ashes. I have no idea. Probably his ashes. I don't know. Just we'll a big poof of white. Yeah. <laughs> and it just gets all in their faces. because <laughs> <laughs> They pointed it the wrong way. It's like the big Lebowski. Yeah. <laughs> his ashes were fired from a cannon. Huh. Why not? They didn't um, smoke his ashes like they did Tupac's. Mm. Oh, yeah. In, in joints like Snoop Dogg did for Tupac. Well, I'm surprised he got pancreatic cancer, not like lung, mouth, or liver. Well, it was probably just a race. Yeah. <laughs> All the cancer. The like, pancreas won. <laughs> yeah. Damn it, the brain's like, God damn it. <laughs> what the fuck? All right, let's get out of here. What do we got? All right. Not a lot else. Hmm. That's we'll, it. We'll pick up with our usual time next week, folks. Once Chris, yeah. You're back next week, right? Yes. Back in studio. Very cool. Well, you guys have fun up in Tahoe. Yep. All right. No. So, wait. Who are we um, um, promoting here? I don't know. You tell me. Um, what about a Hanging Outcast podcast in the woods? Uh, State of Grey. Um, what's the other one? Geek Soul Brother. Growing Up Not Growing Old. Kodo uh, MMA. Uh, growing Up Not Growing Old. Yep. Uh, who else? Papa Ken Media. Radio Fubar. Right. Uh, we're on there whenever. I don't know when. We're on Stitcher, iTunes, uh, and SoundCloud. Find us on Twitter and on Facebook. Say hi, give us a quote, review, whatever. Stars, appreciated. Yeah, five stars and whatever. All right, guys, we're out of here. All righty. See ya.